You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 493. That's 493. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's an unexpected sign of resilience in the economy. Demand for expensive manufactured things improved last month. Durable goods orders rose two-tenths of a percent. The numbers can be volatile because durable goods include everything from airplanes to cars to refrigerators. However, even excluding transportation, there was an increase up four-tenths of a percent. And non-defense capital goods orders, which is an indication of business spending, also rose by nine-tenths of a percent. Marriott sees earnings growth this year of 29%. The hotel giant says demand for global travel remains robust. Amazon shares are flat after the Federal Trade Commission yesterday accused Amazon of antitrust violations. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosova. Invested in you. Jesse Kelly here. Do you feel protected? My personal protection plan is owning gold. The Oxford Gold Group helps you buy gold to have on hand or convert it into your 401k. If things get weird, I have gold on hand. I like that. You can buy coins or convert part of your 401k with the Oxford Gold Group. It's easy and safe. 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The American soldier who fled to that country over the summer. Speaking anonymously, U.S. officials have told the AP that Private Travis King has been transferred to United States custody in China. Just hours earlier, North Korea announced the soldier was to be expelled. They detained and questioned him since he ran across the border from South Korea in July. He'd been facing a dishonorable discharge, having served two months in jail in South Korea for assault. Fox's Jonathan Savage. The surge of migrants crossing into the U.S. illegally keeps growing. Fox's Griff Jenkins and Eagle Pass, Texas. Just moments ago, CBP sources confirming to Fox News that in the last 24 hours, another 11,000 total migrant encounters across the entire southwest border here they just keep coming that's the second time this week we've had eleven thousand in a day and what's been another record year of illegal crossings the border may be a big issue tonight for the seven republicans running for president who will debate at the reagan library in california where fox's bill malugin reports even though former president trump is not going to be on that stage tonight several of these gop candidates are going after him maybe hoping to chip into that massive lead he's got in the polls right now that includes Governor Ron DeSantis, who says Donald Trump 
didn't keep several of his 2016 campaign promises. He said he was going to drain the swamp. They didn't drain the swamp at all. Instead of debating, former President Trump will be meeting with striking auto workers in Michigan the day after President Biden joined picketers outside of Ford plant in Wayne. In Philadelphia, a group of teens went on a looting spree. Breaking into <laughs> Apple, Lululemon, and other stores, police officers were seen tackling looters whose arms were filled with plastic bags stuffed with items like clothes iPhones and iPads. Fox's Eric Sean, Democratic Senator Bob Menendez and his wife are at a New York City courthouse to be arraigned today on federal bribery charges. America's listening to Fox News. What's the best way to stop Joe Biden's agenda? No, it's not voting Republican. A better option is to vote with your wallet. Democrats get easy votes by giving away newly printed money. But we can fight this never-ending scam by making use of physical gold. I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and this is why I recommend a physical gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. These special accounts allow you to preserve your retirement and help the country at the same time. Plus, you pay zero penalties or taxes on the transfer. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898, and my friends at Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Paid for by... It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash and make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 668. That's 668. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show on the road, beautiful Shreveport, Bossier area, and uh, of course, in conjunction with our good friends at Keo Radio, we are here broadcasting today until 11 o'clock, and uh, appreciate our friends up here. We've been on the air 21 or 22 years here, and uh, I'm very humbled to still be here. I promise you, good people up here, and it's, it's always a good time, so I want to thank our friends at Town Square Media, of course, uh, Keo radio who gave us an opportunity a long time ago and uh we're just humbled to be here we'll be here until 11 o'clock today and i got a, a great line of mike johnson congressman johnson's gonna join us about 10 06 a little bit about all his budget battles and spending money and we'll talk to him uh we got danny mccormick's gonna join me in a few minutes i got Dodie harden coming in i got uh, uh john fleming coming in the treasurer's race and also alan seaball so got a great lineup for you if you stick around you get uh, a chance to listen to some folks. Uh, you know, this election is big. Four days. Four days, you start early voting. You got seven days to early vote. Saturday, skip Sunday, Monday through Saturday. So we're going to have people casting votes. We've already had people cast votes uh, from absentee-type ballots for older people, uh, veterans, military people, and stuff like that. So, folks, our 
election to elect the people for governor, secretary of state, treasurer, senate, representative. That's happening now. And I'm worried about the voter turnout. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really concerned about people, excuse me, getting involved. So uh, without further ado, we, we, uh, it's humble to have a guy that, you know, we endorsed and we thank the world of uh, Representative Danny McCormick. Danny, how you doing? I'm doing great, Moon. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. You were the only one to come sit by me during the uh, when they introduced me at the house. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't scared. No, Daddy come sit right by me when they introduced me. At the, actually, a lot of people, Democrat included, came by and said hi. I had been there in so long. and uh, I messed with you last night. You had a great group last night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it was great. You know, I, I know you enjoyed my people. We love them. They're great people. Right, Just down got... to earth. And, uh, you know, they... When we opened the event, you know, it sold out in just a few days. and uh, That was big. I, I, I just love my people. They're great people in, in District 1. Well, no, it, it, it was it, what was interesting is uh, I'm an old country boy, and I sound like it and probably sound worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love being around people that are, that are sincere, that are nice, uh, that live that simple life, and because and, that's who I am. I, I, if I don't keep it simple, I promise you I wouldn't make it a day. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful group of people. They just want to be free. They want government to leave them alone, let them run their own lives and keep their own money. And, and uh, just wonderful people in District 1 that I'm, I'm able to represent. You know, Danny, you, you, you've only been at one term, and uh, already the, the good old boy network is, is, is trying to take you out. And uh, you know, the mayor, Blanchard, or whoever, I'll mention them. You ain't got to. But it's amazing because if they really look at your record, and look at what you promised. I think I heard you say really what you promised and you wouldn't go lie to him. He's going to shoot him straight. So if you run on that and people elect you on that and that's what you go do and you didn't vote for a budget that nobody read, nobody knew that it was in, except we knew Democrats were paid a million, a million dollars a piece from Clay Shakespeare, uh and, and his cronies that put him in. Uh, I, I'm just kind of curious why they even running anybody against you to do what? Opposite of what you did? Lie? <laughs> I mean, that what they want? Vote for budgets that they don't read? I mean, why would somebody want to run somebody? I mean, it's a free country, and yeah, you can't. You didn't say you should get a free ride, but they're like running. If you're the ultra-conservative, they can't run to the right by you to the right of you, so they're running far left. Is that what the people in the district will vote for? Uh, well, and, no, the people in the district, I feel confident they're going to stand behind me because I've done what I'd said I was going to do. You know, I got an A-plus rating with the sheriff's department of one... Uh, uh, in 2022 and 2023, I was the crime fighters of the year legislator. I've, I've got a great record in Baton Rouge, and uh, and, and I, I don't know what they're just a few bureaucrats in in Baton Rouge and in uh, in in my area that are just uh, you know used to uh, government handouts. You know they like to get a few crumbs and make them look good. Now we're not talking about roads and bridges. We've done we've done good. Sure, we've got sure. two major bridges replaced or being replaced in my district since I've been in there for four years. But they, they like their uh, petty programs. and uh, They like and, the ones that people don't hear about, don't that's they? That's right. <laughs> Where their buddies and friends make money and things like that. That's right. But, you know, the, the sad thing is, if you were just battling another conservative head up and y'all were going head up, that would be fine. But that's kind of not what's going on in your race and Dodie Harden's race and Valerie uh, 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 Hodges' race. And I go all over the state in these races where – the system candidate, like in Doty's race, in your race, they got a system. They want the system not to change. They don't care if we last. They don't care if kids leave. They don't care if roads ain't been fixed like they should have been fixed. They don't care about education. They want to win. Yeah. And they want to win because of money. 
It, you bet. You know, they're losing their, their uh, great governor, John Bell Edwards, yeah. that has been feeding them crumbs through the years. You know, looks like we're going to have a good conservative governor. I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to uh, serving under a, a conservative Republican governor. And the things, I believe we're going to be able to turn this ship around that's been going in the wrong direction for a hundred years under the Huey P. Long strategy. And I really believe we're going to start turning this ship around headed the other way. And these people that, uh, you know, that uh, are mooching off the government and taking advantage of the taxpayers, they're, 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 they can't get out and produce anything. So they're scared to death that uh, they're going to get cut off and we're going to start putting the citizens of this state first. You know, I, I, and by the way, Danny McCormick represented Danny McCormick, District 1, correct? Uh, and Danny made a good point, folks. When you go look at election, go find out the system's candidate. Okay, they're doing this to Blake Miguez. I mean, they're just making up stuff with Miguez. Then they're going after his daddy and his daddy's business, all in gas industry where people have done well and done bad and done well and done bad. And uh, they're going after all in gas industry. And I can... The system can't afford to have a conservative in the race that wins because they know that, man, what are we going to do now? We're so used to being conniving and, and, and things behind the scene. I don't have the one I can control anymore. And if some of these candidates win against you or against some of these other people, that's the people that's going to be in Baton Rouge, the same old crap we've always had. That, that, that's exactly right. And the people are, are getting extremely frustrated with this. And, uh, and I'm just really happy to, uh, to be able to represent them. My, my candidate, you know, there's, there's exaggerating and then there's lying. Yeah. The, the, uh, my opponent has went from just a straight line. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing the things that are, that are uh, the advertisements he's running against me. But, uh, you know, he's desperate. I think he ran a poll the other day, and it must have come out pretty, you know, me looking good. And so he's just grasping for straws, just went, you know, just but desperate you know, for that power. And most prestige. of those people, you, in your case, the guy you're running against, but most of these people that I've been mentioning are about 10, 12, 13 races. It's like that for every one of them. You bet. They are so desperate. They got to run the nastiest stuff that you've ever found. They make up stuff as they go. And it's kind of frustrating to watch because I sat here and watched, when will we, the people, decide I had enough of that? I had enough of that kind of crap. And when the people decide, that's when we're going to change the state. That's exactly right. You know, uh, the, the kicker is that me and, and, and Dodie and Alan Seaball and Blake Miguez, we've We've been fighting four years hard, the last four years yeah. against John Bell Edwards. Some of them have been, been there longer than me. They've been fighting hard. And, and, uh, and, the, and the people really do support us. And that scares to de them to death yeah. that they, we, we may have uh, representatives and senators down there that actually represent the people's interests instead of the special interests. Yeah, they, they want them. They muddy up the water. You bet. And, and, and the average voter doesn't follow things that close. It's not a cut on them. They want to. I mean, I've gotten hundreds of even hundreds and hundreds of people that want me to tell them how to vote. And the reason they want to do it is not because they're not smart and they're not trying to figure it out. It's the fact that they're going, how do I know what the truth is? Well, if you had somebody like you, go look at the record. Go look at what you said. Go look at what you've done. It lines up. You know, as we were talking to the group last night, and I brought that up, I said, you know, Danny didn't go, hey, I'm bringing back every penny I can bring back. I'm voting for every tax I can vote for. I'm telling you, if I can get a dollar from the federal government, the state government, that's all I'm doing. I don't care who I hurt, who I take. I'm being selfish for me and y'all. 
Yeah. Did you run on that campaign? I don't think that's the campaign you ran on. And, and I, you know, people, my opponent talks about me not compromising my principles enough, you know, and I'm not sending... Uh, Why should you compromise? It's your principles. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> and I'm not sending biological males into a, to a woman's bathroom. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not allowing... They to, may do it, but over your vote. That's exactly right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't care what they promise me. I'm not doing those type things. I'm a Second Amendment supporter. I mean, I, I'm... Uh, the people in my district are. My opponent actually uh, says you should have a license to own a gun, period. I mean, it's unbelievable the leftist ideas that he, that he has. But that's who some of the, uh, the uh, uh, I guess you would say, some of the people in the community that have their hands out are, are supporting. He don't wrestle, does he? Come on, that's another election. <laughs> anyway, Danny, McC Danny McCormick is my special guest, and uh, Danny's running in a race that... Once again, the system candidate, is, is they got somebody to run as a system candidate because they can't handle a conservative that won't go and toe the line for what they want. And, uh, and I'm proud of you voting, Rocket. I think you're one of the one, one of the, uh, we've had good conservatives down there. We don't have enough. We actually need to send the good ones back and then re-put put some new ones in. That's right. If the people are concerned about their business being taken, taken care of, you know, I, I look for any day for my uh, opponent to have the fraud squad uh, endorsement. You know, that, that he seems to be in The one running against me, Miguel's got every fraud squad and bad Senate president endorsement you can find. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and, and like I said, they're just desperate. And, and it's really kind of funny. It, I'm really so encouraged about this state because the people of this state are great people. They're some of the greatest people I know. I mean, I just knocking on doors. I've knocked over 3,000 doors and talking to my people. It's just so inspiring. One of the things I want to ask real quick, we've got to take a break, is there's a pledge out there. Let's take the break, Brandon. I'm going to come back. There's a pledge, and I think it's a great pledge that Mike Johnson has put out. And I want to know if you're going to sign that and is your opponent going to sign it. And basically, it's to protect the Republicans. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. I'm at Keel Radio, right here in Shreveport. We'll take a break. Be right back. The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Merle for Attorney General. That's no surprise. Liz is one of us. An eighth-generation Louisianan. LSU Tiger. Wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Merle to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the U.S. Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like, move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve, and build community 
if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize a future of family, community, and prosperity. Not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. I believe Louisiana. Welcome back. Moon Show on the road in uh, beautiful Shreveport, Bozier. We're in Shreveport. We're at Kill Radio, and we do appreciate our friends at Kill. I mean, to be here as long as we have is really humbling. Hey, I do want to mention my good friends at Superior Grill. You know, it's cool because up here, I just about got engaged to my bride. She was over here, and she met me on a blind date, and people think she still can't see. Anyway, <laughs> she, uh, we got engaged, and we almost got engaged with that Superior Grill. And I started going to Superior Grill over 29 years ago, right here on Lana Avenue. I promise you, she was a, a nurse here. And, uh, but now I got to know them. We eat there all the time. And, and I met Phil Barber and I said, Phil, let me do a pitch for you. Superior Grill, man, great. I love it. We go to it. Phil said, you know, I don't know about you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Phil said, man, that's a great idea. So I'm pitching it because I believe in them. They're great. The food's great. The atmosphere's good. They can handle big crowds. They cater. You can get it to pick up. But if you want a good time with a great atmosphere, Superior Grill. The food, the, the service is excellent as well. Superior Grill, soon to be in Lafayette. <laughs> I'm going to eat down there more than I'm going to eat here. All righty, uh, Danny McCormick, Representative Danny McCormick, District 1. He is the, the key guy. He is the guy they need to reelect, and I'm praying that people would do that because uh, the system has came after him. All right, Danny. I uh, mentioned this last night, the pledge. Uh, Mike Johnson put out a pledge. Really, it goes against with Clay Shakespeare and the Fraud Squad, which I've explained two million times to people. What these people done is, 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 is ridiculous. And some of those people have already won and going to move up, and some ain't running, thank God. But the pledge basically says we'll take Republicans. Let's say you have 70 people. We're going to close the door, and we're going to elect our speaker. And everybody agreed to that. And when you sign the pledge, that's all you're agreeing to. Did you sign the pledge or you signed the pledge? I did sign the pledge. Okay, and, uh, you did sign it. I did. And I, and I also, what you may not know is we tried to do this same, same thing at the Republican caucus at the end of the session, and Clay Schneider and his fraud squad members come in and killed it. I so, believe that. Yeah, they, they killed it. We've already tried to do this as a Republican caucus, but they killed it before we left. You know, you had a, a, a do you know if your opponent, the system guys, he signed it? I, I, I don't know, don't, I, not you don't to my know? knowledge, no. Just kind of curious of the system guy because the system guy's got to, he's got to reflect who put him in there, and that may not be what they like. I, I agree. Because exactly they want somebody right. going to say, how much money do you want? I know the, some, one of the, the fraud squad members that encouraged him to run against me haven't signed the pledge. Oh, they're not going to. That's right. You know, uh, Secretary of State rates, I, I know you may not tell me who to vote for. Is there anybody not to vote for? Don't vote for Clay <laughs> Shack Snyder. I'll tell you a little story, Moon. Yes, sir. I served under him four years, and in four years, I never caught him telling me the truth. Well, no, his commercial says once he, he's a man of his word. They say that in the commercial. And my, when I heard that, and plus the integrity and all that, when I heard that, I laughed. I said, every representative I ever talked to, even people close to him, go, and the problem with him is you can't believe nothing he says. I, I tried hard, too. And for, for, for about three years, I tried hard, but it was just impossible. Hey, Danny, what about uh, one other question? Uh, do you like the idea of closed primaries? I love the idea of the closed primaries. I, I didn't know what you was going to say. I was curious. Yes, I think that's great. I, I, I think hopefully under Jeff Landry, governor or a conservative governor, that we'll get closed primaries. 
we'll we'll see these these rhinos later, like are running against us conservatives. Yeah. They're, they're they're out of the business in the closed. They business. won't run as a Republican, and they don't want to be a Democrat. That's right. So they'll go home. That's a, I, they're done. You notice I noticed the same people that got mad about Republican Party endorsements, which I think came out of no closed primary. Uh, they don't want closed primaries. Uh, uh, <laughs> the same ones are mad because I got some names of the people that that in the Republican Party that are mad because they don't want to sign their pledge because they want to do what Clay did. They say, hey, he did it. I can do it. I can become the speaker, go and get the Democrat votes. I just need a few Republicans. By the way, they only need, if you've got 70 Republicans, that's 35 Democrats. You need 53. They need 18 turncoat Republicans. My fear, and I'm letting everybody know, is that it happens again. That's my fear, too, because they'll do anything to hold on to that power. Well, you got 12 of them that if they come back, and most of them already won, come back, they've already proved they'll do it. You bet. You know, uh, so you got 12 plus 35 is 47. They need six people that's to buy right. and give them a big committee positions, and that's, it's as doable again. Nobody, you don't have to believe me because I never thought Bill Edwards could win again, but look what happened. You bet. I, I, I'm, I'm extremely scared that that's going to happen. I mean, that's something that the people need to not vote for a candidate that hadn't signed that pledge. Or if they didn't sign the pledge, people ought to be livid. Because That's what right. they're telling you is, I will go across the aisle. I will let the Democrats elect the Speaker. And I will have a high position to bring money back home to you. If you're for that, then the state's done. Yeah. We're cooked. I'll sell my soul, no problem. You know what, this, I'm that person that's... Well, the guy running against you said that... Uh, you stand on your principles. That's a bad thing. <laughs> that's what that's what he said, right? You know, I, I agree. I agree. I love to interview him. By the way, he's welcome to come on this program. Just got to get in touch with me. I love to do an interview with you. I really, I got a lot of questions for you, uh, Danny. Just with a minute or so left, what are you telling voters? Why should they vote for you? What are you? What are you? What are you telling your people? I'm I'm telling my people that that if you're tired of being on the bottom of every good list and the top of every bad list. You need to vote for me because we're going to bring real change to Baton Rouge. The last four years, we've been fighting the establishment from every direction, from social issues to the Second Amendment rights to uh, tax reform. Moon, we need to do away with the personal income tax in Louisiana. Yep. It's ridiculous that we're, we're giving these special interest groups all this money and the citizens of the state. Are, are, are paying such a hefty price for all these things. We need to worry about the small business owners and the working class people. And if we put them first, this state will turn around. Bobby, you got a lot of endorsements from National Federation of Independent Businesses, NRA, and stuff like that, Ed. Yes, I got endorsements for several businesses, uh, uh, organizations from uh, uh, NRA, from National Association of Gun Rights, wow. Louisiana Shooters Associations, Gun Owners of America. You know, if you're if you're pro Second Amendment, you're, if you're pro life, if you want uh, less government, less taxes, I'm your guy. Yeah, and and that's that's what's amazing. So if the guy's running against you, he's got to be anti NRA, anti. -pro I mean, he's got to be because if he's running against you, and he agrees with you. Why are you running? Yeah, that's right. Guy. When he put out that uh, and filled out that survey, said he thought everybody should have a license on a gun. I doubt if he gets any endorsements. Oh, no, no doubt about it. Danny McCormick, God bless and good luck. When we get back, Dodie Harden joins me, Representative Harden. We'll be right back. I believe Louisiana, our jobs, our kids, our values are worth fighting for. This is Jeff Landry. That's why, as Attorney General, 
a police officer and sheriff's deputy, I help take criminals off our streets. As governor, I will work to keep them out of our neighborhoods. It's why as a parish economic development director and as a small business owner, I help to create hundreds of jobs for Louisiana. Our state deserves a great economy. As governor, I will cut the red tape that's harming our business owners. As the son of a school teacher, I believe every kid deserves a great education. We must protect them from harm and from woke politics in the classroom. This is Jeff Landry. If you believe in Louisiana, I ask for your vote for governor. And join me at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. A convicted pedophile in Lake Charles was about to get released. The district attorney asked Solicitor General Liz Merle for help, and she delivered. That's Merle. In over 200 cases, she's helped DAs across Louisiana keep violent criminals behind bars. As our next attorney general, Liz Merle will make fighting crime priority one, two, and three. Conservative warrior, endorsed by law enforcement. The most qualified, Liz Merle for Attorney General. Paid for by Liz Merle for Attorney General. I'm Mike Francis, and I'm running for Secretary of State. I'm going to work as hard for you as I did with the great people that helped me build a leading energy business. We worked together as a team, and we got the job done. In Louisiana, we don't run from the challenges in front of us. We roll up our sleeves, and we get the job done. I believe in you, and together, we can move Louisiana forward. Vote for Mike Francis for Secretary of State. Paid for by friends of Mike Francis. I'm Walter Kim. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show on the road, beautiful Shreveport, Louisiana, and we are having a good time here, and we always do, visiting with people, and we can record our next guest. I do want to mention my good friends at Matthew James, which is the Matthew James Tax and Welfare, uh, welfare. Wow. Wealth Management Hotline. I bet John's going, I'm getting called from people in welfare. I said, no, John, that's not what I meant. But I know this about John. I sat down with him the other day. I did an interview for 20 minutes with him. We do some uh, in infomercials and stuff with him. And it's, it's unique to ask this guy questions because the questions for people like me, some younger and maybe some people older, is that when I take Social Security, he can tell you that, depending on what your plan is, uh, things like uh, what about all this inflation? Uh, what's the tax law? People don't realize when they retire you got a nest egg, but they got taxes looming on you, baby, because that's what government does. John understands that, and he gets you in a position for you to be the best you can be. Maybe you're selling a business and you're going to make $2 million. Well, if you handle it right, you won't be taxed as hard. But how do you know what to do? MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Talk to John Blanchard, and when you do, you're going to go, wow, Moon, great advice again. This time I took it, unlike elected officials. Dodie Hart, Georgia, Dodie's going, well, thank you, Moon, for throwing me under the bus. How you doing, Dodie? Doing great. How are you, Moon? I'm doing great. Now, Dodie, you, you're in the same predicament as, uh, as uh, Danny McCormick and, and Valerie Hodges and everybody else. You've told your people who you are. If they look at your record, you've done what you said, and you've been very honest and upfront. Which, I, and when I look at that district, I think they're going to be for you. They ought to be eighty percent for you, but that's fine. We got a system. It's a good old boy network, and they're trying to be a, a really good person. 
And I would never understand why anybody would say, I'm going to throw this lady out the way because this guy's better when he's not. You've done what you said. Yes, yes, we have. We stood together, uh, the majority of my district and I, and I've never put the dictates of government over the will of the people, and that's why I have an opponent. Yeah, you, you're fighting more than just the system, and I want you to tell a story because uh, you visited with Blank Page Cortez, the Senate president, and I begged him not to put him there. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, I told y'all the story, and once again, I, know, I, I hate when people come say, I wish I'd have listened. Well, listen before, not after. I've been watching it for a while. I'm not smart, but I've been watching it for a while. But you had, a, you had an experiment with the, uh, and I want to show people how the system works against people like you and Danny, okay, and Blake Miguez and everybody else. So you visit with Cortez, all these projects and stuff. So I want you to tell people what he told you, because I think it's important that people know this. Yes, Senator uh, Peacock and I went and sat to talk to uh, President Cortez because I needed to know, like my conservative uh, colleagues, when it came to SCR3 voting to bust the cap, I needed, no, I needed a guarantee of where were you going to spend the money, how much of the money were you going to spend, and would you use one-time dollars on reoccurring debt? And he, he didn't have to give me that answer. But he did say this. He, did, he didn't he give did, me no, any of that? No, he didn't have to. He but told he, you he didn't yes, have to? Yes, he said... I can't. He wants you to vote for I something. Said, you didn't have to give yes, your hand. I said, please, please amend SCR 3 to give us your word in writing that the, you were, you know, addressing these three things. And he, did, he said, no. And it, but he what, said, a, what a leader. He Go said, ahead. but if you do not bust this cap, then we are, we are going to take away money for projects and tell your opponent that every day, two weeks before the election, every day to hammer your people, letting them know that it is your fault that they're not getting as much money as they could. It is your fault. Senate president. That, yes, that, and, we, and we will make an example out of you. But didn't but did you, and, and, and I'm going to ask you this, and you don't have to answer it, but did you, but did you have a similar conversation with uh, Stuart Little, very little Bishop, Stuart Bishop, because Bishop was over the H2 did you have any conversation with him at all? Well, before, um, whenever we were uh, getting the bill together, he said that met with each one of us, and he acknowledged that the year before that um, that I was not treated fairly for, and so he wanted I to. I believe that. He You're wanted, a woman, first of all. <laughs> well, I, I, he wanted to make up make up with, for that. He wanted he was going to help me. He was going to do what is right because he's term limited. He wanted to leave. Uh, leave in a good way and so we sat down and we put certain dollars towards certain projects for Bossier Parish for our town of Halton together in fact it was the best capital outlay uh, look for for my district than I'd ever seen now you and I both know that that's just words on paper yeah you don't have it you don't lose it until it gets to the, get a governor's desk until you got the money it, you, you know money. in my business you know when the sale counts not when I sell it and not when I run it is when I collect the money. That's right. what you're saying. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, for my opponent said I've lost, uh, I ha it was $100 million, now it's $140-something million. You know, I don't Is this what all, they're putting out there? Yes, yes. This is, first of all, I don't know any legislator that got that much money personally. And I don't. It's, it's I a don't. Number, it's <laughs> a, you know, it's amazing, Dodie. And I wanted, the reason why I brought this, I asked you the question is because mm -hmm. they grab stuff out the air mm -hmm. and it confused people. And the only way they can win is confuse people. Well, and, and, you know, you got the Senate President telling you, 
I'm going to wipe you out like he's some kind of big shot. Correct. You know, he thinks he's something that he never was. And that's what upsets me. You know, people get upset. I give him a nickname and all that. Blank Page was the nice one. If I told you what I really wanted to call him, Brandon was laughing. He said, you can't use that on the air. I said, okay, I didn't use it. But I want people to know that in your district. Yeah. You've been solid. You don't change a solid person for some uh, goofball to come in that's pro-government that, that Cortez and him are putting out against you. You know, in the last eight years, I have done everything that my district demanded that I do. We stood together on our core principles. We would not compromise on those. We would, and you shouldn't. And nor should we. And when you serve under a, a, a different Democrat uh, dictator, it was Edwards Way or the highway. And I, you couldn't, you know, I, I wanted to focus on the things we had in common. We were both pro-life and both pro-public education. But no, it was all or nothing. Well, I'm all in for District 9. I have stood. I'm battle-tested. And I am, not only do the good old boys of my parish want to make an example of me, but this comes from Baton Rouge. There's about 10 of us who have races because of our stand. They fear Jeff Landry being elected and having legislators like Danny McCormick, myself, Alan Zeball, uh, by the way, like Megas, to confirm what you, to confirm what you mm -hmm. said, I was told that uh, it, it, they think Landry wins, and I'm not there yet because I, I'm just not going there with governor's race. I know, I know what can happen. But they said we're going to go after the representative and senators, and I want the people in your district to know that. What they're putting out with this other guy, I don't care what he did in the past. This is different. Same thing with Seaball's race. I don't care if McConaughey's a good guy. He is. I don't care if he was a great coach. He was. If this was a place to go coach, I'd get McConaughey over Allen. You take somebody 12 years that's been there that understands the, the ropes to how to beat it and change it, you're doing that too, and you would get a chance to work actually finally with a Republican governor. No matter who it is, you're probably going to get to work with a Republican governor, not the person we got there now. Absolutely. And it's being endorsed by who I feel will be the next governor of Louisiana, and who is Jeff Landry, who's conservative. And with a conservative House and a conservative Senate, we can truly turn this state around. And that's what the people who benefit from this broken system fear the most. In my district, I want them to understand you, District 9, you, the people of District 9, you elected me. You have kept me there. I went unopposed last term, even though they tried hard to find someone. What I'm being attacked for is representing you, for being your yeah. voice. We still have brought home over $205 million worth of finished road projects and bridges. We have brought home over... Your opponents probably forgot to tell everybody that. Yeah, uh, over $84 plus million in capital outlay projects. We just uh, received a, a huge $2.6-something million dollar water sector program for the town of Halton. I worked the House side, Senator Mills worked the Senate side, and the town of Halton did what they were supposed to do to finally get the score we needed. And uh, we, that is huge for the town. And my thing is no one does anything alone. I want people to understand, I cannot do anything alone. The relationships that we have made, the colleagues that we work with, and the staff together, we make this happen. Our delegation has sure, worked together sure. to get I-20 uh, work started to begin. I mean, Moon, I-20 has been funded, that section that we're taking down yeah. to the dirt, since 2015. But this delegation is the one who made it happen. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of amazing when I'm listening to you at, uh, uh, you know, you, you did what you said you would do. 
And that's all people ought to ask for. When they're putting out this hate mail, $147 million they're taking back, first of all, you didn't cut a penny. No. Blank page, Stuart Little, very little bishop, and the governor took money out so they could set up a scenario to be Danny and you Correct. and Niguez and all that. If people, if I, could, if I could go in front of a thousand people that didn't know how to vote, when I left, they would vote for you or, or Danny or Miguez, all these people. And they would because they would understand the truth. But the problem is they put all the BS out there. And that, anyway, look, I want to uh, take a break. Her name is Dodie Harden. It's a district nine. nine. Okay. I get all these districts, man. I don't want to mess you up. Come back because there was a mail out piece that your opponent is mad at you about. People got to read who sends the mail outs. Correct. I had a friend of mine call me from Monroe was upset about somebody. I said, look who said, so they didn't even send the mail out. You got to read it. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners, beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. I'm Brandon Trossclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or Dr. John Fleming, former deputy chief of staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. Moon show on the road again. Great to be on the road in Shreveport. Love it up here, Shreveport, Bossier. And we always thank our friends at uh, Keel and Town Square Media for doing everything they've done for us. And uh, we're just humbled to still be on, uh, on air with them. Uh, I do need to mention my good friends that, uh, by the way, Schumacher Homes has been building homes for almost 20 years. I tied up with them a few years ago. I walked through the process. I went there. Those guys do a great job. And right now, and by the way, people say Schumacher Homes. Some people, oh, is that them, custom, them homes that's already pre-built, custom-built? 
your dream home built professionally. They've been there in many, many states around the, uh, the country, but they got a special right now to September 30th, which is Saturday, which is four you vote, but if you want to deal on your home, they're going to cut you $40,000 off the top after they give you the price. That's really, really a cool deal. Go to SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com, and check on this deal. It's on their website. Here's the good news. You can get on a website and hook up with a free, no obligation, none, uh, design and pricing meeting for your dream home. That's pretty cool. They're going to take the time to help you design your own home. Maybe you already got the design, and they can help you get it right. Free, no obligation. SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. My friend Dodie Harden, Representative Dodie Harden, District 9. I hope I got it right. You, you did? Know, you know, uh, Dodie, I, it was funny. I talked to you right before we got on the air, not long, because Danny was interrupting me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I had a call from a friend of mine, and they were, they were talking about a, a certain candidate. Actually, it was Liz Merle. Mm -hmm. Now, Liz ought to win with 100% Correct. in my book. She right. is just far superior to everybody. And if you meet with her, you're going to vote for her. Correct. And I kind of told the guy, I said, well, but I got to... I got a I got an ad in the in the in the uh, you know mail out that I got at the house and I'm reading. I said, man, he said I am so sick of negative stuff. I said, well, they, I said that's fine. I said, but and he went on. I said I hadn't seen Liz do any of that. And uh, the guy goes, uh, you know, and I said, why don't you check and see who mailed it? Because there are third parties out there, whether we like them or not, that spend money and they they you got people beating up you. Correct. And so. Your, your opponent gets something in the mail, and he runs out there and says, look what Dodie's being negative to me, when I don't think that's happening in your no. campaign. So what about the, 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 I'm just curious. It absolutely is not. You know, I'm running on my record and what I've done for the past eight years and what I plan to do going forward under Republican governor. There's not anything we won't be able to accomplish. And uh, the Republican candidate that Jeff Landry that's endorsed me has even pledged to restore the tax dollars that John Bell has withheld from wow. us. Wow. And so, but when a negative mailer just came out, because I have not been, and I can control my campaign, but no candidate can control any third party. My opponent can't control a third party who do hit pisses on me, and I can't control what they do. It's against the law for us to even correspond with one another. So it's important that people understand that. Like you said, look Moon, at see who's sending look, it out. Look at the bottom, because yeah. you have to put on there who paid for it. Now, unlike a fake conservative caucus message that my opponent has put on his site, that is that is a fake, a phony that we even have. Conservative, uh, conservative caucus attorney looking into because it's slanderous, it's inaccurate, and there's against the law to do that. Um, but when it, you know, it's just important to people to understand that I, I am their voice and I am, and my record reflects that. Don't look at what people say, look at what they do. Yep. Look at, if my voting record counts, if, if, if a, a voting record counts, then we should win this. We should win this big time, and yeah. I just hope, I know our voters are very, very uh, engaged, thank goodness, and our voters are the ones that elected me, not the good old boys, not Baton Rouge, not pro-government people. It is the people that have, and I, I, I'm just a voice of the people. Yeah, it, it's amazing, Dodie, and it's happening with you, and it's happening with a, about a dozen or so legislators, uh, the people that either, legislators like you and Danny and trying to stay in the House that you're in or in the Senate like Alan Seaball, Blake Niguez, Valerie Hodges, I'm going and on with races. Uh, I always see the desperation, and it's coming from the system people's candidate. 
Correct. And they're the ones getting ugly. They have to because they, they're probably behind. The poll numbers are showing they're behind. So they're going to turn as ugly. And so the money is being dropped on those people because people, they're calling their buddies and say, if we allow somebody like Doty to get in, our gravy train might be over, and we can't allow that, so you better cough up the money. Correct. So they cough them up in these third-party deals to beat people up. But I, I do think, and I know your district, I think there's so many good people and smart people, and I, there I'm, are. I'm believing they're going to make the right choice. Yes, I do. I have faith in the people that I've served for eight years. We've done, we have stood together. Yeah, but don't you think they have faith in you? I, I pray so. I feel that I've earned their trust, and a false narrative from the, from the good old boy network should not be able to deter that. They know me. We've stood together against higher taxes. We fought the woke the woke agenda. I have never sat in a corner silent. I have never become someone's lapdog out of fear. I have stood strong and boldly and courageously because my district stands that but way. But they tell people, people like you and the rest of them that, oh, they hurt us because they stand on principle. I, I find that Danny said that earlier. The dude's running because you, and he says he's worried about you because you're standing on principle. It's the people who don't stand on principle I worry about. It's not the people who stand on principle. You know, and you know, um, one thing our delegation has done is we, we uh, were able to, to get one of the, top, the five mega projects, the billion dollar Jimmy Davis new four lane bridge was a delegation work. Yeah, they had to reverse effort. that, didn't they? Yes, uh, the, and it is it is. You know, funded. it killed them to reverse it because your name's on it. Yeah. So, so I'm either, you know, they, uh, I'm one of my colleagues, a, a trial attorney from Homa, yeah. who came on the air. We won't even oh, name him. He, he even refused to run again. He, he gave me credit for, uh, for acquiring or getting the one point, the one billion dollars for a new bridge. But yet, I'm ineffective. Yeah. Cause, but that was a delegation yeah, but that was thing. old big mouth. And oh, of course. Mouth. But we know it's funded. We've signed the contract. It's in the, it's in the design phase. Oh, good. So, so you basically got the project. Of course. Them. Okay. Uh, you signing the pledge so that Republicans can elect the speaker? Yeah, signed it right away. I figured you would. Absolutely. Do we, you know if your opponent signed it? I have no idea. Okay. I, I, I haven't I'm seen I'm curious it. to see if they signed the pledge because if they want to, if their promise is not to the constituents, just to the good old boy network, they can't sign that pledge. I'm telling you, they can't because they're going to break that suck as soon as they get down there. Well, you know, I've talked to many of my Democrat colleagues, and they were not happy with the results of what happened the past four years. They were very discontented and even wanted uh, us to try to uh, unseat the speaker, and my yeah. colleagues know this. And so they didn't get a good bang for their buck. And so I'm not so certain that they're going to be easily... Uh, manipulated again. Real quick, because I don't have but 30 seconds a minute, uh, term limits for them against them. Absolutely support them. Yeah. It's amazing the real conservatives support term limits. You can find out real quick who ain't conservative. The people not signing a pledge, and right now I know for a fact, Larry Bagley, Zero Season Rain, Neil Rosa, Paulie Pelosi Davis, they don't want nothing to do with that pledge, but all of them want to be speaker. All right, Doty. Dodie, we're pulling for you. Hey, uh, thank I, you. I, I love the district. I love the people. I, do I think too. they make the right decision and put you back in. I do. I have faith in them and, and, and God. And thank you, District 9. All right. We've got to take a break. More to come. Congressman Mike Johnson, all this stuff going on in Washington with spending. We'll visit with him when we get back.
representatives want to keep Nancy Landry's experience leading the Secretary of State's office. Currently the first Assistant Secretary of State, Republican Nancy Landry will be ready on day one and has a solid conservative voting record from her time in the state legislature. Our new Secretary of State must conduct the 2024 presidential elections immediately after taking office. Louisiana cannot afford someone who needs on-the-job training. Nancy Landry will be ready on day one to keep our elections safe and secure. Paid for by Nancy Landry Campaign. How y'all do today? Me and Papa Funk know. In politics, they used to have good common sense. But they ain't got no more good common sense in politics. If you want some bold, new, good sense leadership for Louisiana, vote for my cousin, Elbert Gilry. That boy got good sense, yeah. I'm Elbert Gilry, and I approve this message. A show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Oh. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, the American soldier who fled there in July. Turned over to U.S. officials today in China. Private Travis King, who has served in South Korea, sprinted into the North while on a civilian tour. At the time, King was supposed to be heading to Fort Bliss, Texas, following his release from prison in the South on an assault conviction. The North said King confessed to illegally entering the North because he harbored, quote, ill feeling against inhuman maltreatment. Fox's Greg Palcott, this hour in New York City, Democratic Senator Bob Menendez and his wife will be arraigned on federal bribery charges. Congressman Ro Khanna, a fellow Democrat, tells Fox. These allegations are so serious that it doesn't make it possible for Senator Menendez to be able to represent New Jersey. Menendez insists he's innocent and is ignoring calls to resign. In Philadelphia, police have arrested more than a dozen teens after groups looted stores like Apple and Foot Locker stealing bags full of iPhones and clothes and shoes. Everybody in this city should be angry. Everybody that, that goes to these businesses should be angry. Interim Philadelphia Police Commissioner John Stanford. Seven Republicans running for president will debate tonight at the Reagan Library. The GOP's National Committee Chair Ronna McDaniel tells Fox. This is a great time for our party to talk about limited government, protecting the border, stopping fentanyl, taking care of our kids with school choice, and tackling inflation and the economy. Economy. Former President Trump will be a no-show again, so Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will take center stage. He tells Fox Trump should be there to defend his record. He's running in 2024 on a lot of the same promises he ran on in 2016 and didn't deliver on. The debate will be on Fox Business TV and Fox News Radio will provide special live coverage beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern. Two big online retailers being taken to court. The U.S. government accuses eBay of violating environmental laws. Amazon's facing an antitrust lawsuit. The Federal Trade Commission and 17 states allege Amazon inflated prices and overcharged sellers. America's listening to Fox News. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call 
right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 877-64-BIBLE. That's 877-64-BIBLE. 877-64. It's time to win cash. Get your KPL News apps ready because here's your chance to win up to $30,000. Just enter the following code into your KPL News app where it says win cash. And make sure you listen for more codes throughout the day because the more codes you enter, the better your chances. Here is your next code. Your code for this hour is 359. That's 359. Doctor, the views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Back, Lou Graffon's show on the road. It's so beautiful and gorgeous up here in Shreveport today. It really is. And uh, I do appreciate our friends at Kill Radio and uh, Town Square Media. Of course, we got a couple stations for Town Square. We humbled with all of our stations, love them to death. And uh, we really appreciate these people up here. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of get to do a work, get to speak. It's, it's just always a good time to come up here in Northwest Louisiana. Before we get to our special guest, Congressman Mike Johnson, I do want to mention. J&J Exterminate, I've been using them, golly, 15, 20 years. And, uh, you know, J&J is the real deal. It's the uh, largest independent exterminator in the state of Louisiana. And the great thing is they cover the whole state of Louisiana. So if you're listening to this program, okay, if you're on the Internet, if you live in Louisiana now in parts of Texas, J&J Exterminator has been around for so long. They've grown the business. They work six, 700 employees in the state of Louisiana and parts of Texas. And, folks, they really want your business. Bobby John tells me all the time, tell people we want their business. We want all their business. It could be commercial. It could be uh, residential. We want your business, and we want to work hard to keep your business. That's J&J Exterminator. Hey, you need the best? J&J Exterminator, one of those great Louisiana businesses I love talking about. Let's go to Congressman Mike Johnson. Congressman Johnson, how you doing, sir? Hey, buddy, I'm doing good. Let me say, J&J Exterminating also has the most memorable jingle on the radio. They got that Louis Armstrong voice. <laughs> You can't, it, that, that song is in my head all the time, all the time. They're doing a great job. No, no doubt about it. As a matter of fact, we just had one of your endorsed candidates on right before I got you, Dodie Horton, who's running for a representative and uh, needs to be reelected. I appreciate that endorsement, Mike. Well, we got to stand with our conservatives. You know, they took tough votes. We all asked them to do it and prayed for them that they could take the stand. And, and Dodie has. She's been consistent. She deserves to be reelected. Yeah. Uh, Mike, let's talk about what's going on in Washington a little bit. And the big thing is the budget. And I was reading this morning, it looked like they made a deal. I want you to explain to us because, Mike, one day this is going to explode, implode on us and really hurt the country. We keep spending the money. But in your words, tell me what's going on, what deal was cut, and when do we stop doing this, I guess, is going to be my big question. Well, those are very important questions. Um, we had a very, uh, I think, important uh, meeting this morning at the House Republican Conference. And by the way, let me say at the outset, Steve Scalise was back. Our leader was back, and he had a mask on for part of it because he's undergoing cancer treatment, but he gave us a great report on the status of that. 
And he got a standing ovation among all the House Republicans for just being as tough as he is. So keep prayers going for Steve. But um, that kind of helped yeah. set the tone for the meeting, Moon. And, and we got the, the, the room together. Uh, I feel like we have good momentum. You know, everybody's seen the fight about the, the CR, the nasty word, the continuing resolution. And I hate CRs. All conservatives do. Because what that means is, to put it in layman's terms, it's like a stopgap funding measure when Congress doesn't get its job done. Now, I'm, on, I'm in my seventh year in Congress, my fourth term, and since I arrived here, and, and in years prior to that, you know, for 15, 18 years or something, Congress has not worked the way it's supposed to in terms of handling the government's budget and spending. You know, you're supposed to do, Congress is supposed to do 12 separate appropriations bills. So when we had the tumultuous race, you know, when Kevin McCarthy got the gavel to be the speaker, the, the, the commitment he made to all House conservatives was we would get back to regular order and do that job. And for lots of reasons that it would take us hours to unpack, it just hasn't been done until this moment. So now we're at the cliff. September 30th is the deadline. And everybody's working in good faith because we want to pass spending bills that reflect the urgency of the moment. Because you noted, Moon, we have a $33 trillion federal debt. In fact, on Friday, the numbers were revised for this fiscal year alone. Just think of this. We are now $2.21 trillion in the hole and deficit spending, meaning that the federal government is spending over $2 trillion more than we take in. We cannot sustain that. We cannot continue on that trajectory. We're going to destroy the country. And so what we are desiring is not a government shutdown, but a change in the way Washington works. And I'm, I'm increasingly confident we may be able to affect that change. But Mike, Mike Johnson, Congressman Mike Johnson, our special guest, Mike is one of the, in the leadership position. But Mike, let me, it's not so much devil's advocate. It's just, when does it stop? When do, you know, you mentioned us not having a budget. That goes back to Barack Obama. Nothing surprises me about Barack Obama, okay? But when do we stop spending money and, and, and forget two trillion, we ought to not spend in two dollars more. We are so overspent. When this, listen, me and you, and I'm a little older than you, we've never went through a Great Depression. I have gone through some tough recessions, you have too, but never a Great Depression. I don't want to live through that. It is no way for us to keep borrowing money and spending money and printing money, whatever you want to call it, and ever get us back in any, any kind of sanity at all. So the question is, I understand everything you said, and we're living in the moment for now, but I'm worried about the future. And I'm sure you are too. You got kids, but Mike, when does, and I know you got to win the Senate. You got to win the, and, and I hear that, but when do we stop this? Because there were Democrats on that side. They don't want nothing to do with less spending. Nothing. No, that's exactly right. They want to add more spending. And in fact, the numbers are glaring. House Democrats have added $10 trillion in debt over the next decade in just two years of control. When Pelosi had the House before we got the gavels back. Uh, she, that's what they did. And so that, that's a reflection of their priorities. The problem is we can't afford any of that. Now, we're, 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 we're having some key fights. In fact, we were on the House floor until 1.25 a.m. last night, voting on amendments to cut spending, cut spending, cut spending. I mean, we took a series of amendments. Um, and, but we were only able to get 50 or 60 votes of conservatives to cut the spending. Now, we're going to keep fighting for that, and we have to, but here's the real point. All, the, all these fights, and as, as difficult as they are and as uh, fantastical as they are, they're played out in the media, okay? We're really just only dealing with a small tip of the iceberg because we're arguing over uh, millions and billions of dollars in discretionary spending, okay? 
the the major drivers of the federal debt everybody has to understand are the the largest spending programs of the entitlements you know medicare i mean we're borrowing uh, 75% of our borrowing this year in this fiscal year is to continue to fund medicare in its current uh, situation and so you you have to have adults in the room republicans and democrats who understand that we cannot allow social security and medicare for example to go bankrupt and they're we're within a window now of eight or nine years of that happening we cannot kick the can down the road any further there need to be serious substantive conversations about this we've got to preserve those programs but to do it we have to make adjustments in our priorities on other spending yeah mike johnson congressman mike johnson my special guest mike uh when you when you look at uh, the stopgap provision, uh, I'm reading 45 more days. Is what's the difference if you do it now? You do 45 days, and we get back to the same situation because people in the public, the average person, they only say, "Well, the government's going to shut down." Uh, that don't bother me, but it bothers a lot of people if the government was to shut down. And I don't think that ever happened. But you know, one day we're going to be forced to shut down because there's going to be no more money. Whoever's buying our debt, the day they say we're not buying anymore, where do we go? What happens then? Well, great question. What happens when you yeah, can't sell it anymore? Yeah. Right, because what we're doing is we're devaluing the dollar, and we're all of this this uh, unrest and and this uh, bad money management is leading us into a moment where we may lose the, lose the dollar as the world's reserve currency. That's the greatest threat to the entire world order, and certainly to us here, because we will not be able to borrow to take care of our obligations if that ever happens. So we have to prevent all that. I do think we're making positive momentum. You asked a really important procedural question. What's the point of a CR or something that looks like it, a stopgap funding measure, if you're just going to go 45 days and do the same thing? The, the, what developed out of our meeting this morning, I'm talking about our, our family meeting among House Republicans, is instead of a 45-day, maybe we ought to look at doing a 5-day or a 7-day. And the reason that that's significant is it's an actual show of good faith. The only reason we would need a few more days is to get the remaining 12, you know, of all the 12 appropriations bills, to get the remaining bills done and lobbed over to the Senate with our uh, funding <coughs> priorities, our conservative cuts, our responsible cuts. That's really important to put us in a negotiating position with the Senate and the White House when we get to the final numbers for next fiscal year. That's what all this is about. I think we may be able to do that, but it's going to take some heavy lifting over the next 24, 36 hours. Do you, how, how hard is it to do with, uh, you know, uh, the boss man, the Speaker of the House right now, you know, you got some people upset and they'd like to get rid of him and all that stuff. So how hard is it to do it? Because you're kind of in a hostile environment in the fact that, a lot of conservatives don't trust him, and then you got the Democrats on the other side licking their chops. And then you got a Senate that's, that's led by a guy that must wear a thong, Schumer, because I've never seen him smile. And the Senate is not going to go along with anything y'all try to do. Yeah, that's right. That's the reality of what we're dealing with. And as one of my Navy SEAL colleagues and friends said this morning, we're in a low-trust environment here on Capitol Hill. Yeah, that's an understatement, right? But the problem is if you don't have trust, then it's very, very difficult uh, to get these these heavy lifts done. And so we have a, a broad conference. I mean, remember, there are people in the, in the Republican conference like me um, and, and guys that are very conservative, and then there are some who are elected, for example, 
uh, on Long Island and New York and, and in, uh, you know, Oregon. I mean, we have members who are elected from districts as Republicans that President Biden won in the last presidential election by 10 or 12 or 15 points. And so they look at the world very differently than I do, right? They, they, they represent a different constituency. So what I have to do as a legislator and as a leader is recognize where they are, what their possibilities are, and try to get us together on as much as we can so that we can move the country forward. Ronald Reagan said, if somebody's with me 80, 80% of the time, they're my friend. And I'd rather get 80% I want of what I want than go over the cliff with a flag waving. This, that's the moment we're in right now. So we're not going to have a perfect bill. We're not going to be able to reform all this overnight. It took us decades to get here, but we're working and we're moving, uh, I think, in the right direction. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm just concerned because I think we need a halt and because we got a pre-COVID budget and then we got a post-COVID budget. And the post-COVID budget right. is continuing to be way up. Well, if you go back to pre-COVID budget, it's not even close to what we're spending now. Seems like we could have been able to ease back on that side. And I know the Democrats are a problem because they see nothing wrong with running the country. But sooner or later, Republicans are going to have to grow up and get the job done. They got to, or we won't get it done. That's exactly right. One of the proposals, just so you know, is to form a debt commission where you have serious-minded people with real sharp pencils who go over that budget and make proposals for the next year and the year after and the year after on how to carve this thing up. We've got to limit the size and scope of government and reduce the spending or we are going to crash the economy. That's the bottom line. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Congressman Mike Johnson. Mike, we'll do it again. Thank you. God bless and good luck to you. Thanks, brother. Good talk to you. All right, thank you, sir. All right, we'll take a break. By the way, uh, he endorsed Dodie Hart and so did John Kennedy. So did a whole bunch of all the conservative groups. The AFL-CIO union endorsed Chris Turner. <laughs> it's not even close that people would just be able to understand what's going on. we got to take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Moon Group on you. This is Secretary of State Kyle Ardwin. Election season and football season go hand in hand in Louisiana. So make sure you don't miss a play or your chance to make your voice heard by early voting. And remember to download the free GoVote mobile app to find your early voting site and view your sample ballot. Early voting runs now through Saturday, October 7th, and Election Day is Saturday, October 14th. For more information, visit GEAUXVote.com or check out the GoVote app. Get ready and go vote, Louisiana. I'm Mike Francis, and I'm running for Secretary of State. I'm going to work as hard for you as I did with the great people that helped me build a leading energy business. We worked together as a team, and we got the job done. In Louisiana, we don't run from the challenges in front of us. We roll up our sleeves, and we get the job done. I believe in you, and together, we can move Louisiana forward. Vote for Mike Francis for Secretary of State. Paid for by friends of Mike Francis. The Louisiana Republican Party endorsed Liz Murrell for Attorney General. That's no surprise, Liz is one of us. An eighth generation Louisianan, LSU Tiger, wife and mom with a concealed carry permit. She's Louisiana Solicitor General. That means when Louisiana goes to court, we send Liz Murrell to fight for us. Liz has defeated Joe Biden's lawyers time and again. When Biden came after our oil and gas jobs, Liz stopped them. She fought for the unborn at the US Supreme Court. During COVID, Liz stood for freedom. When a pastor was arrested for holding church service, Liz defended our rights to worship. She stood up for us, protected our freedoms, and she keeps criminals where they belong, in jail. 
Liz is our fighter. She will work nonstop to keep Louisiana safe and free. For Attorney General, vote Liz Merle, Louisiana's fighter. Paid for by Safe and Free Louisiana, not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. I'm Walter Campbell. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Brandon, I hope we got Congressman Fleming on. Uh, I, I hope we got him on. He, he, he says he keeps calling, so I'm, I'm doing this on the air because we're supposed to have him on. Uh, I want to mention real quick uh, before we move on, my good friends at Stein. You know, Stein is, uh, Stein's been around. That company's been around for over 70 years. You know, Mr. Stein fought in World War II, came home, okay? He came home. And said, what am I going to do now? I fought the good fight. By the grace of God, he came back home. And he started a business out of the back of his house, the back of his car. And now it's steinhome.com, steinhome.com. Great locations. It doesn't matter if you look for building material, appliances. They have branched out into hunting stuff, back uh, outdoor equipment, power equipment. Brian, I still hear that music. Anyway, it's, it's really, really neat to know a company that's a Louisiana company with Louisiana workers. And this company has been around to serve you all the hurricanes and when things hit, they're back up running first. They use flashlights and generators to make sure you can get everything you need. Steinhome.com, start there. Special financing, special 12-month financing. They got gift cards if you're looking for a great gift and they got great deals going on on there. If you go and go to the middle of the page, you'll see they got brochures with big sales going on right now because they're always trying to make a deal for you. Stein. Hey, trust them. I do. You should, too. Okay, we're joined by John Fleming, Congressman, former Congressman Don, uh, John Fleming. Joins us. He's running for state treasurer. John, how you doing? Hey, Moon. I'm doing great. Uh, and I just wanted to kind of check in. A couple of developments uh, in the race. Yeah, what's up? Uh, tell me what's going on. I know that uh, they – and I know what happens in these elections. You must be a threat because you watch who goes negative first, and it's usually – somebody they feel threatened by the system feels threatened by so uh, what's going on well uh as you know i've published uh, polls a couple of times and it shows me way ahead of my republican opponent uh, scott mcknight a first-term state rep who voted with john bell to bust the caps uh but going into uh going into the final days knowing that uh he's 14 points behind uh, he Yes, he launched some uh, attack ads, and what he's saying is that I voted against hurricane relief. Well, what he's uh, referring to is in 2012, Hurricane Sandy hit the Northeast, and uh, I voted for, and we passed out of the House of Representatives, a $23 billion uh, emergency relief fund for the victims of the hurricane. Uh, however, when it got to the Senate, they added $37 billion of spending, totally unrelated to Hurricane Sandy. And remember, the Democrats uh, always say, never let a crisis go to waste. And that's exactly what they did. 
So when they sent it back to the House, I voted to shred all of that pork. It had more pork than a Kushan delay. And uh, I just wasn't going to let the people in the United States uh, fund all sorts of nonsense pet projects around the country, totally unrelated to that hurricane disaster. And by the way, Congressman, that is uh, that's so common today is to put something in a bill and add to it like teachers pay. And then when you vote against it, they say this person voted against teacher pay. And, and that the record shows that you for teacher pay. They do that all the time. They do it in Baton Rouge, too, but they do it in Washington, D.C. So I don't uh, I don't know how they get by with with saying stuff like that. Well, you know, again, when you're when you know when you're leading in the race, you're the target. The target's on your back, and so people start making stuff up. In this case, Mr. McKnight has made a, made this up, and hopes that uh, he will will benefit from the fears created around the state because everybody knows how hard Louisiana is hit by hurricanes. But I would never vote against hurricane relief. For Louisiana or really for anybody as I did in the case of Sandy uh, but I will always stand up against waste and again uh, he hasn't done that he went along with John Bell Edwards Clay Shake Snyder and that group and they wasted two billion dollars uh, in the most recent spending bill and that money could have been deployed to pay down the pension debt there's many good uses now we're up against a fiscal cliff um, so but there's one other thing that really is interesting that I would want you to know, Moon, and that yeah, is... Real quick, that, uh, real quick, real quick, real we, quick. We, okay, we had a uh, uh, debate last week on TV, and Mr. McKnight said he's interested in voting for Hunter Lundy for governor. Wow. So, uh, and he's a, he claims to be a, a Republican. Wow, that's... Uh, I, I didn't see that. I don't know if anybody reported that. Wow. All right, John, I got to go. John Fleming running for uh, state treasurer. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Alan Seaball joins me in a hot contested race. It really shouldn't be that hot. But anyway, we'll talk to Alan in a few minutes. I believe Louisiana, our jobs, our kids, our values are worth fighting for. This is Jeff Landry. That's why, as Attorney General, a police officer, and Sheriff's Deputy, I help take criminals off our streets. As governor, I will work to keep them out of our neighborhoods. It's why, as a parish economic development director and as a small business owner, I help to create hundreds of jobs for Louisiana. Our state deserves a great economy. As governor, I will cut the red tape that's harming our business owners. As the son of a school teacher, I believe every kid deserves a great education. We must protect them from harm and from woke politics in the classroom. This is Jeff Landry. If you believe in Louisiana, I ask for your vote for governor. And join me at JeffLandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Paid for by the Fleming Campaign. The race for Louisiana State Treasurer hasn't received much attention, but the choices are simple. A big spending political insider rhino who voted in the legislature to bust every spending cap that had been set. Or a leftist Democrat who has taken dead aim at the essential oil and gas jobs in Louisiana. Or... 
Dr. John Fleming, former Deputy Chief of Staff for President Trump, an outspoken conservative in Congress, successful businessman, a military veteran. Dr. Fleming's conservative credentials has earned him the endorsement of the Louisiana GOP, as well as numerous parish GOP endorsements. John Fleming's candidacy has also won the support of Congressman Mike Johnson, Clay Higgins, and even Congressman Jim Jordan. There's no doubt who the conservative Republican is in the race for Louisiana Treasurer. Dr. John Fleming, tight-fisted with our tax dollars. Dr. John Fleming, Louisiana Treasurer. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. show on the road in beautiful Shreveport, Louisiana with our good friends at Keel Radio. And of course, we're really grateful for Keel for giving us an opportunity 21 years ago, whatever it was. And uh, Alan Seaball, my next guest, is saying, how do you make 21 days? But anyway, we get to that in a minute. I want to mention my good friends at Dino Hardwoods. You know, uh, Dino's Hardwoods, uh, I know the guy that owns his company, uh, Mr. Charles Altman, and he's not a harder working guy in Louisiana. He's built his companies on the back of, of, of other people helping him build his company. He understands that. But he's so thankful for the people of Louisiana. He even spread out to Tyler, Texas, Shreveport, Broussard, and Tyler, Texas. And he does a lot of different things, exotic-type woods and molding and things of that nature. So if you're looking for, you know, wood and things of that nature, he's got all that. But he wants you to know if you're looking for specialty stuff, he's the guy. Flooring, things of that nature. Dino Hardwoods has really been around since 2004. If you go to the website, dinohardwoods.com, go check it out for yourself. Learn more about the company. Learn more about the exotic lumber and the things they could do that a lot of people can't do. He specializes, and he's done a darn good job of it. dinohardwoods.com, dinohardwoods.com. Representative Alan Seaball joins us. He wants to be the next Senate senator in District 31. He should be if that area of follows what I think they will, is voting for a real conservative who has the experience. If they were looking for a basketball coach, Alan, I, hurt you. I hate to hurt your feelings, I would not be recommending you. I'd be recommending your opponent. But since we're looking for the Senate, and I think you can describe this, has to be the place we have to make the big changes. Experience is everything, especially if it's the right kind of experience. And you've got that. Well, I, I agree. Thank you. First of all, thank you for coming to Shreveport. I, uh, you know, always appreciate having you up here, and you've always uh, shot straight with everybody in Northwest Louisiana, and I appreciate that. Yeah, the, um, for the last several years, we've done a pretty good job in the House. We we passed good legislation and fiscal responsible uh, gun rights. You know, things that we're our constituents sent us there to do. We pass it, and it goes to the Senate, and it dies. And oh, every every time. The Senate is where. In fact, there's two constitutional amendments on the ballot. Uh, this fall to vote on that are things that we um, were originally bills that we passed that either got vetoed or or the Senate would kill them because the governor would veto them. So we were able to pass them as constitutional amendments because the governor can't veto a proposed constitutional amendment. 
So, you know, the, the bottom line is uh, that, you know, Northwest Louisiana, where this district is 10 parishes in Northwest Louisiana, is full of freedom-loving, conservative people, people who live their lives and don't want the government involved and in reaching deeper in their pockets. Good, good and I feel like, uh, you know, as this campaign has grown, um, people are starting to figure out that there's two candidates in the race, but only one that shares their values. Um, you know, and I've been down there fighting. I've been fighting to keep your tax dollars in your pocket. I've been fighting against the wasteful spending. I've, nobody fought the tax increases harder than I did. I mean, filibustered uh, the one successfully, uh, you know, went to the floor multiple times. And sometimes I was the only one that would go to the floor because everybody was scared of the governor. I'm not. I would go to the floor and I would and I blocked them and I did it again and again and again until they were able to pass the 0.45 cents, which was ridiculous. But, you know, I, but again, nobody's a better steward of your tax dollars than me. I've been endorsed by the NRA, by uh, Congressman Mike Johnson. Jeff Landry endorsed me before I even announced. Um, so I, I've got a, you know, LABI. But, but, but can I say this, Alan? Because I'm looking at the race and I'm watching it, and you basically got all the conservative endorsements. Yes, that's correct. I mean, and that's a fact. I don't know what the other guy got, but I know you got all the conservative endorsements. Yes. And if you're out there as a person looking for a vote and you go, I'm kind of confused. I like so-and-so. I know, Alan. Why don't you at least look at the endorsements because that'll tell you what to do. Or listen to me because I'm telling you who you need to vote for yeah. is Alan Sebo. Literally every conservative person and group that has endorsed a candidate in the race has endorsed me. My opponent's been endorsed by trial lawyers, labor unions, and Foster Campbell. And, and Bananas endorsed that, that, well, it. Gave him, Let us pray. Gave him money. I assume he endorsed it. But, I mean, literally, that his, his, his... By the way, Bananas also voted for Bell Edwards. That was his buddy. Did. Well, again, and my opponent voted for John Bell, and he told a reporter that, and he's, I think he's proud of it. So what, what you've got is a good, solid, conservative rep representative running for Senate with a solid record that you can look that I'm very proud of versus somebody who voted for John Bell Edwards, was put in the race by the trial lawyers, and is being backed by Democrats and labor unions and trial lawyers. That's my frustration because everybody wants me to tell them how to vote. And, uh, Alan, I've, uh, as you know, I always stick my nose in these uh, local races, more in the state at least in the first round, because I really know that the Senate, I've been doing this, third, this is my 31st year, I've watched the Senate destroy this state, basically. They, they have, along with bad governors. And the Senate has to change. There's some really good candidates like you running that if we get that change in the Senate, we got a chance to change the state. Somebody that's supported by trial lawyers, they may vote okay on the social issues because I tell them it's okay. But when it comes to the fiscal issues, I don't want somebody calling me and say, well, I really liked him. And, but I didn't know he was going to vote like that because they're going to vote like some of these people are going to tell them to vote. You, have, you got experience like you versus no experience. And that's what I said. If I look for a basketball coach, Alan, it wouldn't be you. But I'm looking for a senator who's a conservative who really has best interests of the state. You're the guy, head and shoulders, it's not even close. And that's not a cut on the other guy. You would be head and shoulders above me because I've not been there for 12 years. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a cut on anybody. You're just stating fact. Well, it is. Facts and and, and look, case. Louisiana, we've got to make some changes. And we've got to make some very tough changes that are going to be difficult. We're going to have difficult votes over the next four years. Um, I believe Jeff Landry is going to be the next governor. And he's got some, some tough decisions to make on taxes. It's not going to be easy for him if he's the governor. Whoever the governor no, is, it's not going to be easy. I, well, that, that's where I was going with that. You, you, you know, Louisiana has the best people in the world. We have a culture that other states would envy. We have natural resources more than most other states. But we've never had great government. 
We've always had bad government. The reason Louisiana's at the bottom of all the lists we want to be at the top of is because of our government. And we can fix it, but we're going to have to change the government, and it's not going to be an easy process. It's no time for on-the-job training. It's no time for people that don't understand the issues and problems facing Louisiana. Because you, you, you walk in there as a rookie on day one, you're going to be sitting on the back bench hitting a button and, and not really understanding what's happening versus with me, somebody that's going to be on the forefront in leadership that, that's you know, been there for a while. I know the issues. I know what we need to do to get Louisiana working again. I know what we need to do to, to, to fix the insurance issues. I know what we need to do to fix the tax and job creation issues. I know how to fix the roads. I've been there and I've done it. And, you know, it's, there's a very big difference in, in sending somebody down there who doesn't know where the men's room is for the first couple of years. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Alan, and it's your race and Miguel's race and all these races. The opponents that are part of the system, McConaughey's a nice guy, but he's a system guy, a system guy. And system guys have been hurting this state. I would like for Mike to reach out. They haven't. I've asked all of them to reach out to come on a program with me, spend an hour with me. I got a lot of questions for him. I'm going to be blown with you. A lot of questions for him. Uh, but they won't do it. And that's starting to tell me a lot about the state and who the system guys are. The guy running against me, guess, won't come on. Hadn't heard from him. He's MFing me, but he's not coming on the radio. The guy running against Doty, hadn't heard from him. I, you know, I hear from you people say, hey, can I come on? Yeah, come on. But I don't know why they won't come take a few questions from me. I, what am I going to do, beat them up? Well, I can tell you exactly why my opponent won't come on, because he can't answer a question. We've done a couple of forums, and he literally says, I don't know, I can't answer that to just about every question, whether you're asking about constitutional carry, uh, Second Amendment rights. You don't think you can answer in, any questions dealing with the legislature? In, what's going on? Somebody asked him, how do you lower insurance rates? He said, I don't have an answer for that. I mean, he, he literally could not answer a question. So uh, um, it doesn't surprise me that he didn't want to come on. I just want to ask him what he wants to do. Why does he think he can be able to be, quote, a conservative? Why did he jump in the Republican Party late? What made him want to vote for Bill Edwards? Tell me, why would you vote for a woke guy like that? Why you don't like Donald Trump no more? I mean, all that area that y'all running in didn't support Edwards, except maybe the Natchitoches area. And I, and I didn't look at that. I don't know. Uh, you got... You got people like uh, Taylor Townsend behind you. When he ran for Senate last time, he got drove. Same thing with Lion Ron Gaddy, got drove. He says his heroes, Billy Montgomery, last time he ran for Senate, got drove into the ground. That's people that are all supporting him. I mean, that's a fact, but I wish he would come on because I told you, he offered my kid an opportunity to go play on his basketball team, Derek. Mm -hmm. And I was all excited. I like him. I don't dislike him at all. I just got some questions. And I think people deserve to get the answers. Well, I agree. And look, I don't dislike him personally. I think he's a pretty good guy. I've had, you know, and people tell me he's a good guy and they like I, him. I, I don't know that. But this is not, it's not, we're not running for class president. No. It, 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 this is a real job that, that has real responsibilities and you have tough questions and you need somebody there that actually understands the questions and understands the answers before they walk in the door. Yeah, well, we don't, we, we already had a Walmart greeter and I just don't think we need another one. And I'm not being ugly. I'm being honest. We got too many people that, that went on popularity, but what do you do when you get down? Well, that's one of the problems with Northwest Louisiana. I mean, we've had a series of senators that were nice guys. Uh, Louis Bernard, Gerald Long, nice guys. Didn't get a thing done and voted wrong way, lot, more than, way more than they would like to admit and way more than their constituents actually realize. And, and look, those are good guys. I've known both of them since well before they were ever in the Senate. Um, but it's... 
it's a hard area to represent. It is. Because, you know, we go to Lafayette, New Orleans, and Baton Rouge, but those senators don't come to Manny. They don't come to Winfield. They don't drive through Castor and Campty. And so it, when I'm trying to, to, to sell a road project or trying to get yeah. support for something up in the district, you know, it, you, you've got to come some way other than experience because they haven't seen it. Let me take a break. Come back, wrap up real quick. Alan Seaball is his name. He's Representative Seaball. He's running for the Senate in District 31. The only conservative in the Senate. No cut on anybody. He's the only one. Take a break. Be right back. I-10 brings the border crisis to our backyard, delivering human trafficking, fentanyl, and warring cartels. Since Biden can't secure the border, Liz Merle will secure Louisiana as our next attorney general. She successfully fought and delayed the Biden administration's border policies and stopped the revolving door justice system. It's why DAs across the state and the Republican Attorneys General Association have endorsed Liz Merle. Trusted, conservative leadership. Liz Merle for attorney general. Paid for by Liz Merle for attorney general. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like, move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve, and build community if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity, not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. I'm Brandon Trostclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trostclair, and I approve this message. News Talk 96.5 KPL is excited to present your candidates for Lafayette Mayor President as you get ready to go to the polls to choose your next leader. Incumbent Josh Guillory and challengers Monique Boulay and Jan Swift will join Brandon and me this week on Acadiana's Morning News as we ask them the questions that matter to you. With many voters headed to the polls during early voting, it's important for them to be able to hear from the candidates right here. Absolutely. Join us as we talk to your candidates for Lafayette Mayor President this week. Wednesday through Friday at 8 o'clock, only on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey.
Landon. There we go. About to lose my brain power <laughs> right here. 800-844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. Not much time left. Thanks to Keel and Town Square Media for letting me come up here. Alan Seaball, my special guest. He's representing Seaball, running for District 31. Alan, one of the things that I heard, I want you to either verify or tell me I'm wrong. Uh, they're looking at the governor's race, and right now, if you look at the governor's race, you know, you would say, well, it's Landry Wilson. I don't know that. Nobody's really voted. We'll wait and see what happens. But if, if it does, the rumor I got, and I heard this a while back, was, look, we may not can win the governor's race. So what we're going to do is we're going to specifically go after the Senate. And that way we can get our people, who some of them will be Republicans, to stop whatever agenda. Any truth to the rumor? That's exactly. I, I'm hearing this a lot, by the way. That's exactly what's happening to my race. I mean, if you look at my opponent, the, the money that he's raised is, is from Democrats, traditional Democrat funding sources like labor unions and trial lawyers. So it's clearly, and we raised hundreds of thousands of dollars from them. So it's clearly an attempt to buy the Senate. And, and what they're trying to do is put together a block of 20 senators. You're going to have 11 Democrats. You need nine rhino Republicans to block. Just nine. And you need nine. Nine rhino Republicans to block any reform agenda that might come down the pike. And that's exactly what they're trying to do in, in select races around the state. And it's not hard to see which races those are. You talk about them all the time. But they, so they go, find, they go find a real nice guy, somebody who's retired, somebody that people like, okay? Make him turn a Republican. You've got to make sure it looks like he's a Republican. And, uh, and then get behind him and go out there and people do vote. I like so-and-so. Let's be blunt. Some people vote. I like so-and-so. I like so-and-so. And they vote for him. Instead of backing up and looking inside and saying, hold up now. Let me, I'm a conservative. Let me find the conservative candidate. Because when you go by, I want people to know this. When they close that curtain to vote, nobody knows how you vote. And even when the results come out, nobody knows how you vote. How in the world can you Vote for the person you like when I got a person over here I know. And then you know who's pushing that candidate. He's got a lot of leftists and people that hurt this state pushing McConnell. It's just not, it's, I'm not being ugly. I'm being honest no, it, about no, it. No, it's a fact. It's in the finance report. I mean, you, you, you can see where his support comes from. You can see where mine comes from. You can see the groups that endorse me, the people and groups that endorse him. It's a very clear difference. The only thing we have in common is we're both Christian. We're both running as Republicans. I've always been a Republican. He just changed so he could run this race. In fact, first interview he gave when he was talking about running, he said he was going to run as an independent because uh, he wasn't a Republican. He switched parties for political purposes. That's exactly what we don't need in the Senate. And, and look, we, this is not a time to make mistakes. We're going to have some very tough fights coming up in the next, you know, the next term. You and need we everybody need, on hand. We need people there that actually know what they're doing. And what, you know, your analogy about the basketball coach is correct. I mean, I'm, I'm not a basketball coach. I played a couple of years as a kid. I could never go to my left. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not a basketball coach. Um, but but that has, one has no, absolutely nothing to do with the other. Uh, did we bring up, what about your endorsements? I know... You, You've, uh, NRA and stuff like that, you know, these people that endorse people, they really take a look at who they are and what they've done or who they are and what they're going to do. In your case, how can you have all the conservative endorsements? And you do. you got all the conservative endorsements, every one of them. And if somebody didn't endorse, that's fine. But, I mean, your own congressman, Mike Johnson, he's a, that's who everybody voted for. 
That's right. And we're having, um, in fact, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my phone. I'm trying to get the date. Uh, the, the NRA is coming up here to Shreveport to do a, an event at Red River Range for me and Dodie Horton um, to uh, announce our in, their, their endorsement of us. It's going to be at Red River Range sometime in the next couple of weeks. I apologize. I don't have the date, but I'll get it to you. Um, but yeah, when every conservative group that has issued an endorsement in this race has come my way. Every one of them has endorsed me. And, and it's not just on a whim or because I filled out a questionnaire. They look at what I've done over the last several years in the legislature. They look at the, the positions that I've taken and not just which button I push, but the leadership, the bills that I've drafted, the bills that I've pushed, things that I've, I've been the floor leader with the Sheriff's Association. Uh, a plus plus with the sheriff's association because of my standing up with them and fighting you know the the out of control crime issues that we have yeah. there's some tough decisions that are going to come be coming down the pike and look the, this district is a very rural district but that's where i'm from my dad grew up in sabine parish my mom's from natchitoches got family in winfield and red, uh, red river parish and it's where i grew up i grew up hunting and fishing all over this district i know the people i know the back roads i know which roads need to get fixed um, and, and look, it, it's a, uh, the best people in the world. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm thoroughly enjoying running this campaign. I was actually talking to somebody yesterday who said, there's another candidate for another race. You know, the difference between you, you and me he says, I hate campaigning and in Seaball, you absolutely love it. I said, I do. I don't want it to be over. I love getting out and going to events and going, meeting, meeting people and, and, you know, going to the bingos that we went to yeah. Sunday in Zawali or Ebarb, actually. Uh, I just look, I, it's, it's the greatest people in the world. And I love getting out there and talking to them. And I really want to be their senator for the so, next four so years. So real quick, make the case. People listen said, here's why they ought to vote for Alan Sebo. Because I've, I've been there and I've done it and I keep my promises. I fought for lower insurance rates. I fought against the rise of crime. I fought for your tax dollars to stay in your pocket and not to be taken over by the government. Uh, I've been there. I know the issues. And I, again, I know how to fix the roads. I know which roads need to get fixed. And, you know, look, I've always taken a philosophy on taxes. If you can convince me that the government needs that dollar more than the person who earned it, I might vote for a tax increase. But government never has a dollar unless they take it out of the pocket of the person who earned it. And in my opinion, the person who earned it ought to be the one that gets to decide how that dollar gets spent. And I don't think money belongs to the government. Money belongs to you when you earn it. And I've always looked at it that way. If I can, if I have, I, when you're in the legislature, you have a green and a red button. You can't vote half one, half the other. And you know, when you have to make that tough call, I'm going to vote for the taxpayer. I'm going to vote for the people who want their streets to be safe. I'm going to vote for the people who want their roads fixed. And I'm, I'm going to protect your gun rights. Alan Seaball, how can I get in touch with you real quick? Uh, AlanSeaball.com, A-L-A-N-S-E-A-B-A-U-G-H.com. My phone number is 318-200-0160. Love to have Coach McConaughey on for an hour if he wants to come. You just got to let me know. God bless, folks. Have an awesome day.
candidates want to keep Nancy Landry's experience leading the Secretary of State's office. Currently the first Assistant Secretary of State, Republican Nancy Landry will be ready on day one and has a solid conservative voting record from her time in the state legislature. Our new Secretary of State must conduct the 2024 presidential elections immediately after taking office. Louisiana cannot afford someone who needs on-the-job training. Nancy Landry will be ready on day one to keep our elections safe and secure. Paid for by Nancy Landry Campaign. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.